0: Hello, and welcome to The Greatest Show on Earth. I am your host, Aaron Nathan-Neal, and you are listening to More Than a Party Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome back to More Than a Party Podcast. Thank you all so much, so much for your support. Um, really, over the last couple of years, even though I've taken breaks in between um, releasing episodes, your support and your listening has never wavered, and it's really been amazing and quite humbling in the sense that I go through a um, a podcast website, and every week, they send me uh, reports about how many people are listening to my episodes. And I haven't released an episode for quite some time. Um, And I'll give my excuses, even though excuses are like armpits. Everyone has a couple and uh, they all stink. But anyways, even though I have my reasons, I haven't released something in in quite a while. Uh, Every week I was getting reports saying... This many people listened to your episode, Happy New Year. This many uh, people listened to this episode. And it was just every week, new people were listening to my episodes. And again, just that means so much to me. And I think it might just play into the reality that people are obviously hungry to listen to something. But uh, they're also hungry maybe to just listen to something that's not going to bog them down with just the news or uh, people's harsh political opinions. Um, you know, I, I listen to uh, uh, a lot of podcasts and I listen to a company called The Daily Wire. And many of you guys know of that publication. And you, if you look at the list of different, different uh, people that release episodes, it will all be Every day will be the same topic. So if Joe Biden, you know, slips and falls on the bike, you know, he falls off a bike every single episode. And, you know, there might be 10 different people releasing, you know, completely different podcasts. All of them are going to be talking about how Joe Biden fell off a bike. And I think for many people, a lot of us are just like. And like we we heard it the first time obviously i'm not really talking about this specific incident that was pretty bad and kind of funny but i'm not really so i'm just kind of speaking in general i think a lot of people are just like okay let's move on why do i need to hear the same take from 10 different people and so you know that might play into a little bit of the fact of why people are just listening to something different You know, maybe they need a break from whatever it is. And that's what I I like to think of this podcast as. Even though I do deal with politics, even though I do deal with certain um, controversial issues, the fact remains that I do like talking about things that are outside of the political um, sphere. And, And so I hope to continue doing that. Uh, you know, talking about whether whatever it is, whether it's health uh, or whether it's um, stories about people's uh, journeys and how they got to where they are or baseball or football or any really any type of topic that someone might find interesting about themselves I want to hear about it and I want to be able to be that platform for you to be able to express yourself and so again I'm just so grateful and so I do want to keep putting out content for that reason that maybe there are people that just need a break and uh, if you want to listen to my voice for whatever reason for that break then so be it and I'm so grateful to be able to give you that break. So my last podcast, which was a while ago, I talked about some of my New Year's resolutions. And you might be looking at this episode if you're watching and seeing my background and being like, Aaron, where are you? Well, I am in my home. I bought a house here in West Virginia and I did it back in April and it was a journey to say the least. Um, Luckily, I had one of my buddies uh, Jonathan Klein, who was my realtor. I played baseball with him at a West Virginia state. Shout out Klein, shout out Runyon real estate. If you want a house in Charleston, you know, he's your guy to go to, but, uh, it was a process, you know, um, just a new experience. I think I was losing a little bit of hair during it all just cause I was a little bit stressed, you know, just, it is what it is. You know, you need more money than you thought. And, Uh, It's going to be a little bit longer than you thought it was going to be and whatever reasons that were causing me to lose my hair. So now I am bald. Just kidding. I'm not bald. But how will you know? I have a hat on. So I bought a house and that was just a great experience. And I'm so blessed to be able to have done it. I obviously am a teacher, so that salary, I don't think a let alone would have done it, but luckily I work another job. I have a second income uh, and also the credit score. Man, I think one thing, if I was president, I probably, even though I see the good in credit scores, but I think if I was president and can change one rule – many rules. One of them would be, I don't think credit scores should have that big of an impact on so many different areas of your life. Obviously, it shows a bank, you know, a couple of different things. However, there's definitely so many stories, so many testimonials of people having no control over uh, their credit, meaning like if you owned a home and you had bad tenants who weren't paying rent and you had your own mortgage and all of a sudden they're not being able to pay the rent and you're not being able to pay the rent because you're not living there and they're supposed to be paying, you know, that affects your credit score. And over the course of a certain amount of time that it's no fault of your own. So there are certain areas of your life where I'm like, man, I don't know if it's that, but anyways, I don't even, you know, I'm getting sidetracked, but uh, so Just this house. um, So that was one of my resolutions. I wanted to buy a home. I I think I I I phrased it as an investment property that I wanted to have an investment property, and so that's kind of how I look at this house. Um, It's a beautiful home. If you need a place to stay, you are more than welcome to stay with me if you're passing through West Virginia. Um, Me and my family, we all believe all my siblings except for my three younger ones, we all have a home. So you're obviously more than welcome to stay in. Any of our houses, yes, I'm volunteering their houses uh, as well. But it, it's a beautiful place. It's in up on a hill, so I have a beautiful view. If you follow me on any of my social my social media page on Instagram, then you've seen. You know, I, I'm not shy about posting the sunset <laughs> or the sunrise. Like I think I'm just I'm in awe, just uh, so many times of how beautiful it is to be here just the scenery of West Virginia especially where i live and so if you follow me then you know how beautiful of an area that i live is uh so but eventually i would love to maybe buy another house and rent this one out or rent out the other home either way i'm super grateful to live here it was moving ready i painted I did a couple of things but other than that it's been it's been a blessing and it's been it was a great journey it wasn't as crazy as maybe some other people's, you know, it was stressful at times. But again, uh, just such a such a blessing um, to be able to have the opportunity to be able to purchase home, you know, so it's great. Another cool thing that happened in my life was I got a dog. And if you're watching this video, I'm not sure, but he may have you might have seen his tail wagging around. I let him in this room, which I don't typically do, just because he sheds. He's a labradoodle, which is a mix with something, because labradoodles are not supposed to shed. Like a purebred labradoodle, is not supposed to shed. However, he sheds like crazy, and so I'm not sure what he's what what the mix is. But anyways, he was previously owned by my sister and her husband. They have a young boy named Nate. (laughs) A young son named Jack. Nate is my brother-in-law. But anyway, Jack is really young. And this dog, I'm not going to say his name because if I say his name, he'll pop up and start jumping on me. I'll say his name. Brody is super rambunctious, very high energy. And I love it. At times, no, I'm just kidding. I love him. I love him so much. He's under two years old. And what's really cool about Brody is that he is really just love, lovable, and needs a lot of attention. But that's a good thing because he is so attached already to me and this house, in that I can let him outside without a leash and he'll wander around. Yes. But as soon as I whistle or call his name, and I've only had him for a month in my possession like me as the owner, maybe a little bit more than that. And I call his name and he comes booking it back. And I, I have to get used to that because I've growing up with pets. I don't think I've ever experienced that where a dog's first instinct isn't to just run away and try and find a new owner and kill a cat. Um, so I'm super grateful that right when I call his name, he is boom at my doorstep. Uh, sometimes if he doesn't want to wander, he'll just go to the bathroom outside And he will just sit at my door and wait for me to let him back in. And so that's something I have to get used to. And I love that. I'm so just thankful that he's uh, already super, super well-trained in that area. Now, Again, he is crazy high energy, and will just wander for hours and hours and hours, and just walk around the house, walk around the house, and jump on you and jump on you. And I, you know, I think it's probably he something he has to just grow out of. He is not fixed, so I think that has a little bit of to do with it. I'm thinking about getting him fixed. Maybe you can shoot me a DM and let me know what you think I should do. Poor guy doesn't even know I'm talking about this. He would be crying makes me cringe to think about it. But um anyways, so I got a dog. His name's Brody. And so just a life update. Uh, I will be starting a new job and I'm super grateful for that. Um At a new high school, I'll be teaching 10th and 11th grade history. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm in the area that I went to school for, which is social studies, education, and it will be an adjustment getting right back into the history side of things i'm gonna to have to brush up quite a bit the last two years many of you know i was teaching a class called financial algebra which pretty much which was just was a finance class where they needed a a teacher to fill in and uh, they were like could you teach algebra and i was like i can learn and i i need a job <laughs> and so when i learned it, it was financial algebra I pretty much just went to the administration was like, can I do more of a finance aspect of this class? They are like, absolutely. So that's what I did the last two years. We talked a lot about credit cards, debit cards, credit scores, um, how to obtain a good credit score, um, taxes. We talked about budgeting. We talked about all kinds of different things that I thought were uh, just good life skills to have. Uh, and I loved it. But however, it was under the math guys, And so I'm not math certified. And West Virginia only allows you five years to be able to teach outside of your certification. And anyways, this social study job opened up. I applied for it and the door just flung wide wide open and I prayed about it, prayed about it. And I was able to just walk right into it. And the school is a lot closer. I could walk there. It takes about 15 minutes just to walk there. And so it's great. You know, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know how long I will teach in general. That's probably a a whole nother podcast episode. Maybe I could talk to another teacher about it because it is obviously very demanding, has so many ups, so many ups, so many good things about teaching, but there are some downs. One of the downs is just politics um, that get thrown into the job, thrown into the mix. And, Just as someone who thinks outside of the norm of most teachers, it uh, can be a little bit, you know, you're pushing against the grain, you know, you're pushing a a rock up a hill constantly. And that's not to put myself as a victim or anything like that, because definitely not. But sometimes it just is a little bit like, I don't know how much longer I want to deal with this. But anyways, and just, you know, a couple of thoughts. And uh, and uh so I'll be starting that job. I am super excited, looking forward to it. Um, starting this new season of my life, this new adventure of my life. Um, but again, you know, speaking of talking to teachers, if you would like to talk to me about anything, whether anything that's going on in your life, you want you're passionate about something, reach out to me. I want to give you that platform. I want to talk to you, whether it's politics, whether it's sports, whether it's religion your religious beliefs, whatever it might be. You want to talk about it? Let's talk. That's what I'm here for. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to listen. I want to be able to listen first. I want to hear what you have to say and be able to absorb it, be able to learn from it, and be able to also share my opinion if I have one. You know, not It's like, you don't, I don't always need to have an opinion about something. I think that's probably the mistake that a lot of us get into is someone starts talking about thorough dynamic, you know, molecular theory. And we're like, oh yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I don't think that's good for the environment. And all of a sudden we have an opinion about something we completely do not understand. So if you feel like you want to talk and share what you're going through or you have something that you want to say, please reach out to me. I have some people in mind that I'm going to reach out to that I've already reached out to and talked to, and I'm going to get them on. Again, scheduling is just one of those challenges. It is a hindrance because I'm three hours ahead of so many people that I know on the West Coast that I would love to talk to. But hey, it is what it is. I'm going to try and make it happen. I, I want to, again put out content because you guys have blessed me with showing me that you're listening, that you care and that you want to hear what I have to put out. And um, don't you know, for those that are listening for the first time, this this podcast really is for people in the middle. The whole idea of it was you're more than a party. So many times we get put into the you're a Democrat, you're a Republican, and that's it. That's what people want to identify us as. That's who we are. You know, you're a Trumper, you're a Bidener. But my whole thing was that you're more than that. You're a father, you're a husband, you're a son, you're a good coworker, you're a student, you're a teacher, you're a professor, you're a mechanic, right? There are so many different things that we identify as first and foremost. And then politics is like, 10th or 11th down the line and it's just something that you happen to agree with someone on and all of a sudden you're some racist or bigot or leftist and so my whole thing is i want to be able to find common ground i want to be able to hear your story hear why you think the way you think hear why you believe the way you believe am i passionate about certain issues absolutely do i have my opinion about certain issues absolutely are there things that you can't change my mind on Absolutely. But that does not change the fact that I want to hear why you believe what you believe. Why you think the way you think. Because that's important. What shaped you? What worldview do you have and what culture and what nurtured you and uh, to be able to think the way you think? And I want to hear it. And I think uh, I think that's most people. I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm somewhere in the middle. Do I lean more conservative, more libertarian? Sure. But I'm in the middle in the sense that you live your life. You live your life how you want to live your life. Will I agree with it? No. But so what? So what? Will I preach to you? Sure. But so what? It doesn't mean really anything in the sense of the government getting involved. It's just like one-on-one having a conversation. And I think that's where most people, they just want to live their lives. Without a gazillion people or the government coming in and saying, this is what you need to do. This is how you should live your life. Most of us are just like, let us do what we want to do and we'll be good. There's a gray area. What is a gray area? There are extremes, but there's also the middle. And I think I want to appeal to those that are in the middle. If you listen to this podcast and you're like a hardcore lefty or hardcore righty, and you just hate me for whatever reason. I I get it. I understand. Um, and if you want to listen to it, I, I hope that you can come to some sort of reason. Uh, reasonings of, you know, maybe coming down and, and thinking and hearing what other people might have to say about certain issues. So again, it's called more than a party for that reason. You're more than whatever Box. Someone wants to put you in Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Green Party, whatever it is. You're more than that, and I think you know that. So don't get don't get caught up in you know, I you know I vote blue, no matter who. That's just that's nonsense. That's silly. So again, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast, and I hope that you have a wonderful day.